I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is the Content Download. So I'm going to start today's episode with a story which might sound familiar to you. You see, when I first started creating content for my business, I first started my business, obviously content creation is the thing. You have to show up, you have to create content. I focused on the strategy and I spent hours batching, scheduling, creating launch content, tapping out Facebook posts, usually while, you know, serving up the kids dinner or sitting on the bathroom floor while the kids were in the bath, because there was just so much to do and no boundaries around my time. But I just felt like I had to do, do, do in order for my business to be a success. And yeah, it really got results because I started getting people through the doors of my programs immediately on my very first launch, which was huge for a total newbie. I mean, at the time I was like, oh gosh, it's not enough, but it was huge. Um, And, you know, I consistently carried on doing this and growing my audience and, and getting people in through the doors, but I was totally fried. And in March, 2019, I was mentally and physically a shell of the former woman I was like I I don't even know what happened to me and I I went to the doctors because I actually thought there must be something like actually wrong with me I was exhausted and I felt terrible and the thing was aside from I had you know I had blood tests and all and all the all the tests that they they put whenever someone is presenting you know a young healthy apparently healthy woman is presenting with this but aside from a slight vitamin deficiency there wasn't actually anything wrong with me. And my doctor confirmed that she suspected I was suffering from burnout. And I knew what the problem was. I mean, at the time I'd been running my business for about 18 months. I also happened to have an 18 month old (laughs) and a five year old. Um, and I just couldn't do it all. And I just knew things had to seriously change. I sat down and got real with myself and I realized I was not Amy Porterfield with a you know team of digital managers helping me show up, be visible and do all the things. I was not Denise Duffield Thomas with an army of household staff doing the school runs, cooking the meals, changing the bed sheets and labeling the school uniforms. Um, I was not Jenna Kutcher with a marketing budget as big as my mortgage. Um, so I had to honor where I was, which for me, which was mainly flying solo, both at work and at home. Um, my husband, um, in the pre COVID days was not home Monday to Friday. And it meant that I had to do things to do everything. Um, as you know, many of us women entrepreneurs are in that situation. And so I knew if I was going to carry on doing all these things and not completely, um, failing, um, my my customers failing my children failing myself i had to do things differently and i had to do things imperfectly in a way that felt good to me and that was a massive paradigm shift for me and obviously content i taught content and i knew content was vital um in order for me to generate money in order for me to attract new customers and so i knew i had to keep doing it but how was I going to do it and keep up that same level of visibility and and generate the stuff I needed to grow and scale my business in a sustainable way that energized me instead of drained me, um, you know, that made me feel good rather than left me feeling like this kind of shell who is irritable and exhausted and frustrated and, you know, looking at everybody else flying in their business and wondering why it was just so darn hard for me. 
And one thing I know with me is that the more fried I am, the more exhausted or unhappy I feel, the less creative I am. And the less creative I am, it's a vicious circle, the less happy I am. So, you know, with this real wake up call, um, I decided to return to my creative roots um, as a writer and journalist and storyteller. And I started to approach all of my content from a completely different place, from a place of creativity and flow, rather than a place of perfectionism and box ticking. Because I realized that this approach to content of perfectionism and having to look like you are the biggest and the bestest and the baddest and the ticking all the boxes and doing all the launches and doing all the things was what actually was making me and my clients, and I'm sure there will be people listening to this right now, you too feel completely overwhelmed and fried by their content creation. And when I did this, guess what? And it was a real revelation for me. I not only carried on getting the same results in my business, and that is filling my programs and attracting clients, but I started getting better results. And not to mention more engagement and more opportunities inside my business that were going to help me grow. Before I had been approaching my content from a place of must do and need to, which left everyone involved, including me, feeling totally lukewarm about what I was creating. And in back in a couple of episodes back, I episode eight, I talked about inspired downloads and and you know that is definitely part of my creation process. And if you want to find out more about that kind of channeling inspiration and creating content from that place, check out episode eight, because I talk exactly about how, how you can do that in there. Um, but when I started to only communicate with my audience from a place of having something I genuine, genuinely was inspired to share that day, a place of openness and wholeheartedness and what felt good rather than what I was meant to do, what was on an editorial calendar, what I decided like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or a month ago that I was going to talk about that day. When I stopped doing that and started coming from it from that place of inspiration, which I talked about in episode eight, here is what happened to my business. High investing ideal clients, I had no idea were even watching me, started approaching me. I got clear on who I really loved working with and talking to, and I started getting their attention. I tweaked my messaging. New ideas and inspiration came thick and fast, not only for my content, but for my business as well. And from there, I created my signature method, my content with a heartbeat method. Also, amazing collaboration opportunities opened up for me, which got me hundreds of new eyeballs on my brand. And I was approached by people who I would never have dreamed of approaching myself. Um, So that was a massive eye-opener for me. And that business I had been trying to push up a mountain began to blow up instead without me even really trying. And it was a real up-level moment for me. And I realized then that this approach just didn't work for newbies like I was. You know, I was a newbie in the sense that I had shifted from being a freelancer to running my own business. 
But this approach could also help for established businesses, established coaches and experts who were struggling to be heard in the noisy online space too. So whether that's because they were established and they kind of were bumping up against a ceiling um, and they they just didn't know how to get to the next level or whether it's because um, like a lot have recently, they've had to shift their business from a um, offline client getting model to an online client getting model, which is based in, which is rooted in content. And um, I realized that this whole concept of content with a heartbeat and using it to position yourself as a leader in your niche um, was you know, that's, that was what was, that's where it came from, from this kind of realization. So what it doesn't mean is that you don't have to do the work. It doesn't mean that you will never have to create a piece of content um, and spend time on it. It doesn't mean that you will never have to create a funnel or an email sequence or batch content ever again. Um, and it, it doesn't mean that you have, you, you can ignore strategy completely. It does not mean that. But what it does mean is that when you do need to do any of those things, you have a pool of really powerful, insightful, original, inspired content as a starting point, which is which is just amazing. It's going to give that batched, planned, um, sequenced content this kind of whole new level of awesomeness. Interrupting your listening today to ask you a quick question. What do you think every single thought leader, teacher, coach, expert you've ever been inspired by online has in common? If you're thinking an awesome content strategy, you'd be wrong. If you're thinking gorgeous branding and light, airy, well-styled photography, you'd also be wrong. And if you're thinking the K or even the M in their follower number on IG, Facebook, or on their email list, you'd also be wrong again. Now, of course, these things all make a difference, but the truth is the numbers, the expensive branding, the gorgeous photography, the fancy funnel, all of that means nothing without this one thing, connection. And the thing that really is going to make you stand out in this new world that we found ourselves in, in 2020, 2021, where everyone's in survival mode and hasn't got time to bring new people into their lives, period, let alone a new coach or therapist or activist or expert they've just found online. The number one thing that is going to break through that inertia so they really actually see you is you getting courageous and being unapologetically you. That's it. It sounds simple, but that really is just it. Because the one thing those online leaders actually have in common, those online leaders that you so admire and aspire to be like, is that they absolutely own who they are. They are in total alignment with their message. Their energy is just where it needs to be to serve and receive consistently. And they are dogged in their persistence of their vision. They've broken through the visibility blocks, the vulnerability hangovers, the tumbleweed, to get where they are. And I want to help you do that too. Because there's a new generation of light leaders whose voices need to be heard right now. They are coaches, they are creatives, they are healers, they are change makers, they are activists and trailblazers. And if that is what you are, and you want to reach more people doing what you do best, serving, supporting, healing, transforming, you need to find your voice and be heard. 
That's why in January 2021, I'm going to be leading an intimate six month program for coaches, creatives, healers, and change makers ready to position themselves as leaders, get out of their comfort zones, and fully embrace the truth of who they really are online. It's called the Sister Mind. And if you want to become known for what you do, to be luminous and be everything that you dreamed of and step into that big vision that you have for your brand in 2021, I'd love you to apply. Enrollment is open right now. So if you would like my support next year and to be surrounded by high vibrational women with successful trailblazing mindsets, this is for you. If you'd like to apply, all you need to do is send an email to hello at katebutlerross.com with the subject line Sister Mind. And I really look forward to finding out more about you and explore how the Sister Mind can help you make 2021 your best year ever. Thanks so much for listening. Back to today's episode. So what this is all based on, the message that I took away from this whole experience is that I learned that when you fill yourself up first, you open yourself up to be inspired and create your communications from a place where you're not hustling, you're creating, where you're not busy, you're active, where you're not dragging your ideal clients into your world, you're magnetizing them to you and the energy just feels completely different there. And most importantly, you're not modeling your business on marketing strategy or what everyone else is doing. You're co-creating a business that's unique to you, that works with your natural rhythms and cycles and inspiration. And that, you know, that is nectar. It's nectar to you and it's nectar to your soulmate clients as well. So, you know, what I learned was, is you've got to fill yourself up before you show up. So again, we talked about inspired downloads in a previous episode and how to start, you know, making the most of those. Um, But that is more about when inspiration strikes when you least expect it. But what I'm really talking about today is creating space in your life for a steady flow of inspiration. So you can be creating that content and showing up consistently and positioning yourself as a leader every single day from a place of ease and flow. And all the best content creators um, have a ritual. All the best authors have a ritual, have a method, have a process. Um, You know, whether we're talking about, um, you know, Stephen King and his six pages a day or Murakami's 10 kilometer swim that he has to do every day. And um, I developed my own ritual that I knew would put me in a good place for receiving those ideas and being able to kind of put powerful content out there every day. And it was based around the idea that I needed something that was going to help me open me up and reset for the day. And know what, no matter what had happened before, whether that was, you know, a bad night's sleep or a shouting match at the front door with my six-year-old over whether she would wear socks to school that day, I always had the tools and, and, and the system in place that I needed to get into a place of creation so I could show up in my content and in my business, how I wanted to be showing up and it wasn't going to be burning me out and, and a stressful experience. And I want to say here right now, you know, I have always aspired to be one of those people who could wake up at five o'clock in the morning and get like um, an hour and a half's peace before the children arose and do my meditation, all that stuff. You know, that does not work for me. <laughs> it does not work for me. I open my eyes when my um, my three-year-old climbs into bed beside me and then it is all go from there. So I had to create a routine and a ritual that worked around for me. And that involves getting all the stuff that needs to get done 
done first, sorting my kids out, getting them up in the morning, um, getting them out the door, doing breakfast, running around like a crazy person. <laughs> you know, I I would love to be that person who could start from that moment of Zen, but I don't. Um, and But what I do, how I get around that is I don't book anything in my diary until half past 10 at the earliest. And that is because when I get home from doing all that stuff, when I get home from the school run, I have a little routine that I go through. And that is I move and that involves like a yoga yoga flow or a short hit sequence, because it's so important to move the energy around in your body. If you want to reset yourself, if you want to get the energy flowing, and if you want to open yourself up, you've got to get out of your head and into your body to do that. So once I have done that, I will then sit down and I will fill myself up in some way. So sometimes this is by pulling an oracle card and and reading the instruction that has come. Um, Sometimes it's just by tuning into a YouTube video of Abraham Hicks on a rampage. I find that very inspiring as well. Kind of like feeding myself with the right messaging is really important in the morning. I then um, try to do some meditation and meditation is something I am... um, on a journey with. And sometimes I only manage 10 minutes or sometimes um, I will do a guided meditation and I might be able to do a longer one. It really is dependent on the time frame in the morning, but I just know that spending that time and I'm, I'm learning and I'm practicing how to do that more. So I always do some kind of meditation and then this is the key. I then launch into creating. So I then create from there whatever is 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 on my mind I then create from there so it might be that I just have to sit and journal and see what comes up in my journaling so I sit and write and journal for 10 or 15 minutes um or it could be that I know immediately I've got my content idea immediately and um I am then can go and take and create that piece of content from uh, from inspiration there and then um Sometimes a good guide um, for doing this whenever you're wanting a little bit of inspiration before you start free writing in your journal, um, coming up with ideas. Um, I always love that A Course in Miracles prayer. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? I always think that is a really good prompt. Um, But that is my ideal routine for the morning. And I generally will stick to that. And it has transformed the way I show up in my business. It's transformed the way I show up in my content. Um, and it's transformed my day, um, actually taking that usually around between 45 minutes and an hour to do those things, depending on, um, you know, whether I'm doing a, you know, 10 minute yoga flow or a 30 minute hit session or, um, a 10 minute, um, meditation, it it can vary. Some days I might even do it for an hour and a half until I'm in the right place, until I have created that piece of content that is going to go out daily to connect with my audience. And that piece of content that I come up with is usually, it has a life beyond that day. It's, it, it, um, gives birth to other things. It, you know, very often those pieces of content that I have created from those have created uh, the base for a chapter in in the book I'm writing, or um, a blog post, or a live that I then go and do inside my Facebook group. Um, so it's so powerful and and it's so worth it. And the whole time you are building up this content collateral, this content collateral that is there for you on the days when things do not go to plan, on the days when you can't do that. And you can dip into the kind of back catalogue of your content and you can 
you can top and tail it and, and you can reshare that fresh or you can literally link to it and say, I thought today would be a good day to return to this blog post which in which I talked about so-and-so. Um, so you, when you're doing this, you are building up a content collateral and um, a body of, of work which is going to to you know support you when things are a little bit more difficult and and it is harder to show up so um i do want to um emphasize that you know it doesn't always go to plan uh you don't always have that time you might not ever have that time but you've got to find out what your ritual is you've got to find out what your way of setting the reset button is and how you can carve out that time for your content creation every day um if that's how you choose to create it because um it might be that you you create and batch it from that pace, place of inspiration and and um and and clarity you know once a week and you you draft out all you know, four posts that you're putting out that week in in that session. But what it's really important is creating a ritual around it. So whether it's every morning, whether it's once a week or whatever, it's, it's just a really beautiful way for getting yourself in the right frame of mind for creating. So let me know, do you have a ritual? Does this resonate? Would you like to create a ritual? Um, how do you slip into your creativity? And I really do think this is the key. This is the difference between creating cookie cutter content and creating content that positions you as a leader is you, you are slipping into that, that different place of inspiration and creativity and original thinking. So what is your ritual? How do you, what ritual would you create to get into this place? What does it look like? Come and share it over in the Facebook group. The content download has a free um, Facebook community called the content download podcast community. It is a really gorgeous space packed full of coaches, creatives, heart-led entrepreneurs where we can connect and we can learn and grow together as leaders. And um, it's a place where I hang out regularly and getting to know you guys and where I um, do um, regular lives and deeper dive trainings into some of the things we talk about on the podcast. So if you're not already a member, do head on over. You can find us by typing in hashtag the content download and we should pop up for you in the Facebook search. Um, if you are enjoying this, um, the, the podcast and you haven't yet subscribed, please do so you don't miss a single episode. A new one comes out every single Tuesday. And of course, um, if you are able to rate and review, I would be eternally grateful because I do read each and every single one of the reviews and I am so grateful for each and every single one. So that's all for today. I hope you found that inspiring. As I say, come and let me know inside the Facebook group or leave a review and let me know. And uh, I will catch you in the next episode. See you again soon.